Welcome to Positivatini. Messages of hope, support, and inspiration. In 10 minutes or less. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Erica Ishii. I'm Amy Dallin. So in that last episode, we were talking about dress up. You used the phrase, I wasn't, like talking about being a cosplay person, you said, mm -hmm. I wasn't professional or anything. And that was mm -hmm. so interesting to me. Here's the thing, y'all. Uh, we live in a time where there are professional video gamers, professional D&D &D players, professional cosplayers, and like on professional board gamers, prof like on and on all these things that if you had 20 years ago told me that these things you could get paid for doing i would have laughed in your face and then yeah even 10 years or even like five years ago right? these didn't these didn't happen i have been places like i went and did a, a thing called the stream of many eyes Yes. At, at, with Wizards of the Coast. And I was talking with a bunch of them joking about, like, we are, like, professional D&D &D players. Like, we we are <laughs> professional D&D &D players. That's so bonkers to me. And I'm, I, the reason that it struck me, and I wanted to talk about it on this show, is that it's not something that if I, when I was 15, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a place for myself earning money doing nerd stuff like that wasn't my intention but like an opportunity to do it came up and you know like i said yes and it's one of those things this is a weird tangent to this but um now especially that i am like an adult with kids and a lot of like my relatives have kids and a lot of my friends have kids i've gotten to see kids in school now and when they talk about bullying or they talk about other kids picking on them it occurs to me that a lot of the time what's happening is it's kids with like interesting personalities or weird quote-unquote weird interests and hobbies and stuff and kids that aren't interesting and don't have interesting hobbies trying to like knock those corners off of them and I think yeah. about how, like, when I was a kid, all I wanted to be was normal. All I wanted to be was, like... Oh, God, I feel that. Right? Able to fit yeah. in and that people would like me and that I could just, like, go to a party and not have people, you know, judge me or anything. Just have them like me and like being around me. And it wasn't until fairly recently, like, last five years, that I realized that, like... I was just trying to hang around with people who were so afraid of being interesting that they were scared of how interesting I was. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. I, I, also, this is a whole episode as well, I'm sure, and I'm sure Amy will want to weigh in on this as well. But yeah, I, I was bullied heavily as a kid for liking the things that I liked, for, uh, the way that I liked things, for how I looked, for how I acted. And it's just kids as you said, we'll try to knock the corners off uh, and, and just it, it's it's amazing to me that the things that we were passionate about and the things that were unusual about us that we clung to when we were younger are now really popular. Yeah. And some sometimes gatekeeping people or well, OK, uh, let me phrase it this way. If sometimes for for all of us, that was all we had 
when we were little was the fact that we had this unique thing about us uh, that that people picked on us for. And now that we're older and a lot of people like it, sometimes people are resentful of it um, because they're like, hey, I like this thing. I died on this hill when I was younger. I was picked on it for this thing. Uh, you can't have this. Um, and but now I'm just happy that other people like it and that other kids that were like me when I was little can love what they love and not get picked on. Yeah, you know, I think we are going to have to do a whole bullying episode. <laughs> yeah, because the thing that I will thing. say is, like, on some level, the person who bullied me the most was myself. Because those yeah. things that I liked doing, I was really embarrassed by because I assumed other people... I, I, I did get bullied some, but, like, I don't ever remember being as bullied as I was afraid I would be if people felt like I didn't play D and D until I was like 23 because I was sure it was just too nerdy and not that I didn't think I'd like it, but like it was this last, like I was trying to pretend like I was cool and that if I did that, I couldn't pretend like I was cool anymore. Yeah. I, I was really unapologetic about what I liked and you know, who, who I was, but at the same time, I did. It did hurt. Right. It did hurt that people people didn't get it or didn't didn't like it. Um. But I, yeah, <laughs> this is a whole other episode. But uh, to kind of bring it back around to your original point, I I really it it is really amazing and wonderful to me that people can, uh, professionally do the thing that they love. You know, I was talking with Teresa a little bit today, and like it occurred to me that. I remember getting into high school when we had a theater department, which we hadn't had in, you know, like middle school or elementary school or anything. And we would, when I, I started being in all the shows and everything, and then we would do school performances where like one day the classes would come in and watch the show. And suddenly these people who didn't really understand why I was so weird saw me in plays. And suddenly I don't think they necessarily understood why that was important but that I was like the main part in a show. And so suddenly I was like important. And it, it just occurred to me thinking about it, like there's going to be things that you do and things that you're like, oh, this is the thing that draws attention to me and gets me picked on. But eventually you'll grow up and those interesting things about you will make you stand out in an interesting way. And yeah. the people who are interested in the same things you are interested in will be drawn to that. It's just that those people who are going to pick on you when you're in like elementary school and middle school and high school and even college and maybe even into adulthood, that's just not your crowd, right? Like, yeah. I, I have true. so many friends now who are into weird shit that I wish I had met when I was young and been like, oh, we can all be nerds together here. Yeah, and... You know, for me, it doesn't even have to be a thing that I understand and that I like. The most beautiful thing in the world to me is watching somebody do or talk about what they love. Mm -hmm. Just seeing like a writer thinking before they put words on a page or seeing an artist sketching and, and the way that they look at somebody while they're while they're sketching them or uh, seeing somebody sing or, or or like hearing somebody who really loves a comic book uh, explain to me why they love that comic. <laughs> Do you want to hear just, the weirdest example uh, of this I can give that it made me so happy? I was sitting yes, yes. in an airport lounge we're just like randomly on like a stopover between tri like you know a layover 
And I heard this dude turn around in his bar stool and say, were you talking about beans? Let me tell you about beans. And he launched into his very strong feelings about beans and the best bean and like what beans need to go in chili. And he was so into it. And I was mesmerized. Like I was fascinated by this. Yeah. And, and, and when that happens, I, I fall a little bit in love. Honestly, because because passion to me is the most important thing in the world, and I love seeing it. So just follow your passions. You never know if you're going to be able to make money doing or doing it, or if it's just going to be something that you will love the rest of your life, or if you will connect with other people because of it. But just being passionate about things and liking things is so important. Thank you for joining us. Tune in again every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Until then, take care of yourselves.